Thank you for listening to the Football Index Club Daily Podcast. This podcast is designed to provide you with a brief update on what's going on in the Football Index stock market every single day. To improve your returns even further, then check out footballindexclub.co.uk where you will receive instant access to highlighted players, trading advice, databases, and also analysis on the players of your choice. You can use code PODCAST50 with a capital P to receive 50% off your first month. Hello and welcome to episode 237 of the Football Index Club Daily Podcast. Today it will be just me on the pod, just sharing my thoughts on what's going on in the world of Football Index today. And I'm kind of just going to be providing a general overview of what's gone on, what's gone on over the last few weeks as well. The last few episodes have been with Index Moneyball and we've been getting into quite a lot of depth, but this one's going to be more of a quick brief overview. So starting off with what's going on today, and we have Thiago Silva up 65% over the last 24 hours, up 103% in just a week. And that's because he's been linked to Chelsea quite heavily and he is in the media. So it's currently media madness um, period. So we've got 19 days of media madness starting from today. And Thiago Silva is currently third place in the media with a potential 2p payout. Now, the thing is with this rise, it really reminds me of the Adiani Callow rise because he's increased due to the potential of him earning dividends via the media in the short term. However, longer term, he's not going to be very valuable. And so the timing with him is going to be absolutely crucial. As we saw with Adiani Callow hitting over £2.20 or so, these sort of players can hit crazy prices where they become massively overpriced. And if you get out at the wrong time, you're going to be losing out massively. So with Thiago Silva, I, you know, if he goes to Chelsea, then yeah, his uh, potential to earn dividends increases a massive amount because of the media dividend potential there. And of course, by the transfer and the transfer speculation in the short term. But overall, a 65% increase think it's too much. I don't think he's going to return that price in dividends. Maybe wrong. It's 8p for the top uh, player at the minute. 8p, then 4p, then 2p, then 1p for fourth and fifth. But he'd have to win. He'd have to win around seven uh, first place wins to return his current instant sell price. His current instant sell price is 57p and his buy price is 66p now as he's really rocketed up in price. He's just too old for me. He's like 36. Massive risk there for me. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens. Fair play to anyone who's taken a short-term punt on him and managed to get out and make some good returns there because that is definitely something that people would have been able to do today. First in the media is Thiago Alcantara on an 870. Uh, his spread's really tightened up. He's got a buy price of 246 and, and an instant sell price of 240. Big links to Liverpool. That's why he's increasing a huge amount. I think he'd be a great hold there if he was to go to Liverpool. Um, he's 29 now. I was actually having a look at his brother because I had a member of Football Index Club request a review for Rafinha. And Rafinha actually looks a pretty good player as well. It was funny because I would never have thought of buying into Rafinha and I haven't since, but he's a player that really did grab my attention. And I know I'm sort of staying away now from talking about Thiago, but I always find it more interesting to find those up and, up and coming stars. Um, and yeah, I know Rafinha is 27, but... He's still two years younger than Thiago and he had really good dribbling and passing stats, averaging 58 passes per 90. I think it was about 3.4 dribbles per 90. 
Um, hadn't scored or assisted very much, but all his four goals were in games without the game-winning goal. And he's been linked to various teams, including Lazio. Um, so, yeah, that's an interesting one to maybe look out for. I just noticed that his instant sell price was 40p and his buy price was 66p. And I really would not be surprised to see Rafinha's spread brighten up over the next few days. Uh, but, yeah, I've kind of gone away from Thiago. He's the one I should be talking about because he's currently first looked set to an 8p. And I think if he goes to Liverpool, as I say, I think he would be quite a good hold. Second in the media today is Neymar and 800 points, obviously in tears yesterday. Um, I don't really think he's... I don't know what I think about Neymar. His returns are obviously amazing, but he's quite expensive and he's not really done it, I suppose. Uh, I think there's better value players out there, but I also think he's decent value. Uh, Thiago himself. Tiago Silva, third, up 63%. Crazy. Philip Coutinho, he's fourth. Did a review on him as well the other day, and uh, he actually came out really well through the FIC rating system with a good rating of 73 out of 100. Um, and yeah, he's got a lot of potential to hit high PB scores. It's just the game time, which is the problem. He looks currently set to return to Barcelona, but I wouldn't be surprised to see him be um, moving this summer. And if he gets set pieces... Uh, whoever he plays for next season, he could be a really strong hold for any matchday dividends. And then Kai Havertz here in fifth, his spread is really widened. I managed to market sell him only the other week at £6.20 or so. And that was buy price is 6 17 and his instant sell price five 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 eight. So big shout out to whoever bought him off me as his price has just sort of sank since. But I think he's a decent hold longer term. I think he suits the PB matrix pretty well because he gets the only goals from midfield and he can hit those high peak PB scores occasionally uh, because he does get goals. I don't think last season he did the best, but the season before he was incredible. I think he scored 17 goals in 34 and that was when he was 19. He's 20 now and he had a really good end to the season. After the restart following COVID-19, he did perform really well. So maybe he'll kick on next season, wherever he plays. And he's been linked to Chelsea quite a lot. Chelsea are going to have a good team next season. and I really look forward to the Premier League because... Man United have improved massively. Man City, I know they didn't do great in the Champions League, but they've still got an amazing squad. And Pep Guardiola, I know he's not done it at City um, with the Champions League, but I still think he's a brilliant manager. And then, obviously, Liverpool are going to be quality next season. So I think there's four sides there that are going to be really strong and I might even mention some of the other massive sides in the Premier League as well. In terms of the rest of the squad list, you've still got a few players I talked about yesterday rising. Hassan Kamara's up 7p, Emery Moore's up 7p, Arbus Zanelli 5p, and a few other players playing in Liga Earn. And that's the main thing, really, that me and Index Moneyball talked about yesterday was the spreads throughout the Liga, Liga Earn, uh, tightening so much. And hopefully that's an indication that the spreads in the players in the other four leagues will really tighten over the next few weeks as well. So I think looking at fixtures at the minute could be quite valuable in terms of trading. Um, and then over the next few weeks, as I've said, we've got the dividend increase, massive marketing budget. So hopefully that will be spent and people will be joining the platform. Um, order books coming in, spreads will tighten, uh, full NASDAQ technology. Hopefully that will come in. So much happening at the minute. I really think next month's going to be like one of the biggest months and hopefully we will see a lot of movement throughout the market. I think there's going to be two things to consider over the next few weeks. One will probably be the recency bias, and I always talk about this, but I think whoever plays really well over the next few weeks, and it's a bit like Thiago Silva in the media today, once there's a bit more enthusiasm and excitement around the platform again, 
whoever is sort of that main player, they're going to rise more than they usually would due to the marketing and the excitement and all of the hype, especially if the dividends increase a fair amount. Recency bias is one thing to look out for. There's opportunities to make money by a thought and by playing into those players early on, or alternatively look for similar players at much lower prices. And then secondly, I think there's been a lot of play review requests lately on Football Index Club, and it's got me thinking because a lot of these players are players with wide spreads who traders hold, and they're really good picks in many ways. Um, but some of them have really high market prices that look too too much, and their market prices I'd say they're overpriced at. And then a lot of their instant sale prices are just incredibly low, and their spreads are massive, and their instant sale prices should look absolute bargains. I think over the next few weeks, we'll really see those spreads tighten up. And I wouldn't be surprised to see a lot of the market prices drop, but those instant sell prices really rise. And so for now, and I would have said this all along, really, I'd be, I'd definitely be avoiding the instant sell button on some of the players with the wide spreads, because I think once order books come in, it will really change the game and hopefully those spreads will get tighter. I'm not sure exactly how it will work yet because there's various ways they can sort of uh, approach the order books. But ultimately, I think the spreads will get tighter across the board. So that'll be a really good thing for the market throughout. That's about it for today. Just a general update on what's going on. A lot to look forward to next month. And I really do think that the next four weeks or so are going to be massive for the platform. So that's it for today. I I'm really looking forward to the dividend increase in just two days' time now. I hope everyone listening is looking forward to that as well. There's not that much talk about it on Twitter, but I think no one wants to get caught up in hyping it up too much and sort of setting those expectations too high like a lot of traders did for the last one. I don't want to do that either because I know I did hype it up probably too much and it was very underwhelming in the end. So I've not really got any expectations. I'm just happy that they've listened to the traders and they're actually making the change. That's the main thing for me. Thank you, as always, for listening. I hope you've enjoyed the podcast. And I also hope that you have a great rest of your day.